Welcome to the Anchor Church Podcast. To learn more about Anchor Church, go to www.anchorchurch.life. We have some fun with our message today, entitled, Read and Respond. So we are continuing a series called Different Today. Uh, We talked about it a couple weeks ago. And uh, the very first week of May, we talked about different and what that means to be different. And really, the the basic thing, if you missed it, basic thing is this, that that we're talking about living our life through the lens of Christ and understanding what that looks like, what that means. And I, I use the example, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the, uh, the red glasses and you had the little book when you were a kid maybe where it had like the red garbled and you could kind of see the words. The only time you could ever see the words behind the red garble is if you wore the red glass. Anybody? You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like, I don't know what you call that, but anyway. So I talked about that and how we use that as the lens of Christ, how you can see things in the whole world around you a lot differently when you put on the lens of Christ and understand what, what, uh, what a life living with Christ, through Christ, in Christ looks like and how you can start to see the world around you and respond to the world around you a whole lot differently. But we're going to have fun today. And, and last week we talked about how um, really we had a conversation about just marriage, mostly not marriage, but parenting and what parenting looks like and how uh, just raising kids can be different through the lens of Christ. And that's that same idea. Uh, how we can raise our kids. And I asked my mother-in-law some questions, my wife some questions in regards to raising kids. And just what worked, what hasn't worked, what is difficult, what's hard. And, uh, and just really what is different. And today I want to challenge you specifically to dive into the Word of God. And understand what the Word of God means for your life and how... For you to be able to live differently, you need to be able to be open to receive and respond to the Lord's <clears throat> uh, calling in your life and the Lord's uh, will in your life. And, and that's really where we're going to go. I don't know about you, but I, this, this is a little, it's a little hot, so I'm holding it down because of that. So if you can, I don't know if you can figure that out, but we've had some weird things today. The lights, listen, I'm giving you fair warning. The lights are on today, and usually, you know, I can't see you. Today, I can see you. So... So if, you're, if your go-to is to close the eyes and fall asleep, then I'm, I'm watching, all right? Always watching, as uh, what's her name from the Monsters Inc. Incorporated would say, Roz. I'm Roz today. I'm watching, all right? I can see you, your eyes this morning. You're not safe. So with that being said, I want to read to you, uh, because it's raining outside and because that's just kind of the feel of how today is. Today was total asleep in today. So, so I want to give major credit to all of you for being here today because, you know, listen, when it's raining, it's just that subtle, you know, the rhythm of the rain is just subtle and it's nice. It's just calm. 
if you're like me and have the AC turned way down and it's cold in the house and you're in the covers, and it's just like, I can hear the rain and the rhythm is just sending me back to sleep. Listen, I'm watching you guys. Don't fall asleep now. I'm not trying to get you there now. Um, but the, the idea of the rhythm of the rain, and so I wasn't planning on it for it to rain. That's, that's really more God's thing than mine. But um, I, I was planning on reading to you out of Isaiah chapter 55, and it's all about rain and, uh, and some things that we can see. So it, it's perfect for today. God knew. It's God's plan, as Drake would say. So with that being said, we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 55, and we're going to look at uh, verse number 6 in chapter 55, and it says this. It says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call to him while he is near. Let the wicked one abandon his way and the sinful one his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord so that he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he, for he will freely forgive. And this is, this is the big one. Number eight. We hear yet? Yeah. For my thoughts are not your thoughts and your ways are not my ways. And this is the Lord's declaration. Don't change it. We can read this very similarly. I cannot say that word for the life of me. Simmer, you guys help me out. Simmer, similarly, simmer. You know what I'm saying. Similarly, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are different, right, than your thoughts. And my ways are different. I'm sorry, your ways are different than my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. For as heaven is higher than earth, so my ways are higher than yours, or my ways are different than yours, and my thoughts are different than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout, and providing seed to sow and food to eat, so my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. You will indeed go out with joy and be peacefully guided. The mountains and the hills will break into singing before you and the trees in the, in the field will clap their hands. <clears throat> and the trees in the field will clap their hands. Hey, all right, fine. And instead of the thorn bush, a cypress will come up. And instead of the briar, a myrtle will come up and will make a name for Yahweh. Yahweh is a very intimate name for the Lord. In many translations, it would say the Lord, but this is an intimate look at who God is. It will make a name for Yahweh as an everlasting sign that will not be destroyed. Let's pray one time real quick and we're gonna dive into what God is, is really kind of doing here, all right? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for the day. We thank you for your word, Lord. I pray that you would challenge us in some way, shape, or form this morning to learn, to understand, to comprehend what you are doing in this word and what you're doing in all of our lives this morning. Lord, I pray that you would challenge us, that you would help us receive, that you would help us respond, that you would help us apply this to our life to, in a way that we've never been able to apply and just be able to see what you're teaching us here this morning and remind us of things that we know. We love you and in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, 
couple different things that are hidden inside this that is, um, is, it's not supposed to be hidden, but we see it being a very hidden thing. I grew up, I grew up in, in LaBelle, Florida. I feel like I say that every week because you have to know where I'm coming from for you to be able to understand who I am. But that is, that is like farm country. I, I raised pigs uh, for 4-H growing up, and, um, and I didn't really think that we lived on a farm, but we had chickens. We had, at any given time, we had chickens. We had a rabbit. We had, uh, we had actual, like, a garden. We had pigs. We had other livestock at different times, I think. And my grandparents, every time they came over to the house, they, they would say, we're going to the farm. They would, they would tell that to their dog. You know when you tell your dog, like, hey, let's go for a walk, and they get super excited, and they, they would tell their dog, we're going to the farm, and when they told the dog they were going to the farm, the dog would just go nuts because it knew that it would have, like, free reign at our house. I never referred to our house as a farm, but talking to people from Maitland or Orlando, Florida, when you say that you live, you know, you had chickens, they're like, that's a farm. Like, if you have chickens, like, I had to go... I had to go get, I had to collect eggs. Like that was like my chore in the morning. I don't know what you had to do, but I had to go collect eggs in the morning. I hated it. Man, I hated that because there was a mean rooster in there that would always try to chase me every time. Anyway, I don't need to get into that. I I hated it so much. I hated it. Mowing the grass every single weekend over the summer. I'm talking like five acres on a riding lawnmower would take like two and a half hours just because, anyway, like, so some of you would think that is a farm. I didn't reply it as a farm. But, but if you grew up on a farm, rain is a good thing. There's a country song out there that says rain is a good thing. You guys know that song? Rain is a good thing. You know, okay. So I don't even go there because it gets, you know, if you know the song. But, um, but I was thinking about in Maitland, right? Like we just moved into the neighborhood like eight months ago. And, and I lived in Altamont for about eight years. And, and um it was dry outside, no rain, no big deal. I just tossed on the sprinklers and, and I, you know, hey, let's, let's go run and play in the sprinklers. Let's have a good time, kids. Sprinklers would be on for like four hours, not a big deal. Like the grass, we had the luscious green grass because they used reclaimed water. So it was essentially, it was free. I mean, was, you paid like five cents to water your grass. Moved to Maitland, turned on the water sprinklers, and I got that first water bill. I don't know if you guys live around here and you water your grass. But my first water bill was like $300. I was like, what is going on? Like, what happened? Like, I thought there was a leak in my, my irrigation. I was like, all right, listen, hey, we're turning it off. So this week, when it started to rain, I was out there doing my rain dance. I was so excited that it was raining. So this, there it goes. Rain is a good thing. And, uh, and so what I want you to understand is, is, is just how receptive the land can be. As a farmer... That song that I just talked about, rain is a good thing. It talks about how like your crops, when, when rain comes, it's a great thing for the crops. When rain comes in Maitland, it's great for my lawn. I, I, I just, I discouragedly look at people who are watering their grass when it rains outside thinking, I feel so bad. For, I'm just praying for people. Like I'll drive through the neighborhood and they're, they're, they're watering their grass while it's a rainstorm. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You, you, you shouldn't be doing that right now. But anyway, um, Rain is a good thing, and, and, and here's what happens. As we, as we start to break this down, we understand in, in, in verse 8 it says this. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways. This is the Lord's declaration. For heaven is higher than earth, and my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are than your thoughts. It's talking about how he's different. God is different than us, and he thinks differently than us. 
And so when we go through our life and we go through the trials and tribulations, the normal things that are happening in our lives, really the patterns of our life, it, it can be difficult. It, it's more than can be, it is difficult. I'm thinking about just even my family. We moved into this area eight months ago and it's just been a whirlwind. We literally moved into our house like two weeks after Hurricane Irma. And I feel like we haven't been able to firmly plant ourselves in our place. Like we haven't been able to fill, figure out that rhythm that life kind of is. You, get, you know what I'm saying? Like we go through a rhythm, we go through a, a certain pattern in life and it just, we haven't been able to fit that into our schedule yet. It just doesn't, it, nothing, it hasn't feel, feel, uh, felt right yet. There's certain things that just, it is not, it just is not clicking. And, and, and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, why is that the case? And, and why, you know, why isn't it not falling into place? And usually for us, it, it takes a certain amount of just being able to receive um, what's happening in our life and be able to make the adjustments. And so when we see this and we see the things that we go through, sometimes we have thoughts and sometimes we have different ways. We want, we want this to happen. And, and really what God's saying in this through Isaiah is that, listen, the thoughts that you have, the things that you want, the things that you think should happen, that's not always going to be what happens. This, this two and a half kids, white picket fence, uh, the perfect things to happen. I'm thinking about even last night, I, I was, my wife was out of town and, and I was with my kids and we, we had some fun. We went to a party yesterday and we had a baseball game and the, our, it was filled with activity and the kids came home and they were watching TV and uh, they, they, just, they, they have a, a place where they play and, and they destroyed the, the little play area that they have. And, and I got short with them. You know what I mean? Like, this is just real talk right now, right? Like, here are my kids who, if you know a little bit about me, like, we prayed for my kids for years. And, um, and, and so they're kindergarten and, and, and four-year-old. And, and here they are. They're, they've, I never imagined I'd have a playroom for my kids to play into, and, and they've destroyed it. They've, you know, I spent six hours in that playroom like two weeks ago to make it, to try to make my pattern, to make the rhythm of my life just a little bit easier. I spent six, I, right? You guys get what I'm saying? I spent six hours in that room making it the way that it should be, right? And then my kids in an hour and a half wrecked it. And I, you know, and I was not happy, right? And I was short with my kids. This was at the end of the night. They should have been in bed. I was letting them stay up because mom's out of town and I'm trying to be the hero. You know what I mean? But again, I got short with them and I'm thinking, this isn't right. The pattern of, of our life right now just doesn't f feel right. And sometimes I feel like, you know, there's times where I'm like, you know, I want to be a better dad. I want to do this. I want to be able to, to love my kids and, and show them the things that they need to see. And when I get short with them, am I showing them? Am I modeling what, what Christ's love really is? Am I doing what, what I need to do to be able to set the example for them? And I, 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 I fell apart. I mean, I'm, this isn't like, I wasn't even planning on sharing this with you until last night when I, you know, I, just to show you that I'm, you know, nobody's perfect, right? But last night I fell apart. I was like, here I am. I'm trying to fix things 
but I'm, I'm not paying attention to the things that are right in front of me, right? Like I put more effort and more thought into putting this room together and I fall apart when I'm trying to discipline or whatever it is that I was trying to do last night and I got short with them to the point where they were, they were terrified of me because I was, I was short. And I looked at their eyes and I thought, my goodness, what am I doing? It's a scary thing. Because if you know me, my heart is that I, I want to model Christ's love to them more than anything. I want them to see Jesus through me more than they'll ever see it through anybody else. And in this moment, with my frustration, they weren't seeing that. And so I'm thinking about this rhythm and this pattern that we see in our life on a constant basis. And I don't know if you're guilty of that too. Anybody ever, you don't have to raise your hand. Anybody ever short with their kids before? Uh, you don't have to raise your hand. But maybe you know what I'm talking about. And I see this pattern that we see just in, in all time. And it doesn't have to, I mean, if you don't have kids, it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, we think we fall short. We're not, you know, we're not perfect. We, we, we fail at this or we fail at that. And, and, and through all time, we, we, we see this pattern of I fail. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to fail. And then maybe I'll try again. So I work hard, I work harder, and then I fail, and a lot of times we give up. And we start to go through this pattern of, I work hard, work harder, I fail, and I'm going to give up. And I don't know what that looks like for you personally, whether that's with your kids or with your relationship with the Lord, but I'm going to work hard, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to fail, and then I give up. I'm going to work hard, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to fail, and then I give up. And that starts to happen. It starts to become the routine. And really, when we look through the Old Testament, we see things in Scripture. That's really kind of how it was in the Old Testament. That this idea that, that people would come to the altar, to the temple, and sacrifice these animals from as small as a pigeon to, to goats to lambs. They would bring them to the altar, and they would sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins. And this pattern began to, to, to happen. It would, they, would, they would fail. And they would bring this, this animal to the altar to, to sacrifice. And then, then it would kind of happen again. And some people, they'd give up. And that was kind of the old way. It's like something new had to happen. Something had to change. Something different had to happen. I work hard. I work harder. I fail. And then I give up. And many of you probably know somebody in your life that have, has done that, that you, you knew they were walking with the Lord. They were walking closely with him. They wanted to try to overcome this certain thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's just the way that the, in the attitude that they had towards their kids. And I'm going to work hard. I'm going to work harder. They fail. But here's where it changes. This is where we can be different. Do you give up or do you keep pursuing after Christ? And so it says in here, it says uh, in verse 8, my thoughts are you're not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. This is the Lord's declaration for the heaven is high, for as heaven is higher than earth, my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Just as the rain and the snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprouts. The idea, just as we see outside right now, the rain is coming down. It's saturating the earth, and here's what happens: the earth. Here's the difference. 
The earth is receiving the rain. It says it right here. It says, for as the rain and the snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth, it is not going to go back up into the clouds unless it comes down to the earth. And what's happening is the earth is receiving the rain just as we need it right now. My grass was not looking as green as it was a week ago, right? Or wait, the other way around. It's greener now than it was a week ago because of the rain that we've had. It is ready. It is waiting. As a, as a farm, if you're, you have, if you're a farmer, you want that rain to hit that crop. It is waiting and it's ready to receive. So as you come here today to come to Anchor Church, you come just in your, in your daily life as you go on in your, your week to week and you go through the Bible. If you are pouring into God's word, God's word says that if you are open to receive it, it is going to do something big in your life. It has the power to do something amazing in your life. You have to be willing and able and ready to receive it. So you have to be able to receive God's word. You have to be able to receive what is happening in your life. As the rain falls, he's talking about his word. God's word, as it is pouring down on us, even now, rain saturating the earth, we have to be able to receive it. And now sometimes we get into Bible studies or we get into podcasts or we get into watching things online or we, we have certain things we like to listen to or or maybe even worship CDs and CDs. Nobody listens to CDs anymore. Worship, uh, you know, streaming or whatever. We get into these different things that we we want to fill. We want we're, we're ready. We're got, we're like God. I'm re- bring it. Bring the rain, bring the rain, Lord. I'm, I'm ready to hear what you have to. do. We can receive it. There's a certain amount of receiving that we do, but that's that's only part of the rhythm. Now I don't know music very well. I, many of you know I I I know nothing. I don't. I like to listen to it. I like to hear it. I went to the JT concert this last week. Justin Timberlake, for those of you that don't know, are not in the know. But like, I'm, I'm there and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting into it. You know, like my, I'm embarrassing my wife, you know. Like it's already starting, right? My kids are six and four. I'm not embarrassing them yet, right? But like my wife, I'm already embarrassing. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm doing, but I, I can't dance. I, you know, I have, I have no rhythm. But, but host, wait, will you come up here for a second? So I want to I want to practice this. Josue is our drummer, which, by the way, as he's coming up, how how good was the band? Like we we are so blessed to have the band that we have. I want to thank Mike and Rob and Anthony, Josue, Danil, who is not here. I want to thank Alexa and uh, and Caleb. You guys, I don't know if you know this, but our band this is this is they do a great job. They, they practiced like an hour ago. That was it. Like whatever you just were able to hear, that was practice for an hour before we started and that was it. So, so here, here's how it kind of works. Like so when we, when we receive, it's trying to get me today. You sell that? It's like a snake. Try to trip me up. So um, when we, when we are, are open to God's word, when we're ready to receive it, as it rains, the earth is ready to receive the word, we start to, to hear this rhythm, and it's a certain rhythm, where it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, yeah, right? Like, yeah, and it's, here's, and I'm ready to rec- receive, 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 receive. But listen, if we're about to dance, you can't, if I could dance, I wouldn't be dancing to this. This is not, you need to have a certain rhythm, you need to have a certain beat that is happening, but we can receive, I can listen, I can hear, I can listen to God's word. I can read it. I can listen to the music. There's a certain rhythm and there's a certain beat that starts to happen and we can receive. But listen, if you start to receive and that's all you're doing is receiving, 
That's, that's, not, that's not it. That's not the end game. You have to receive, and then you have to respond. And so you start to receive, respond, receive, respond, receive, respond, receive, respond, receive, respond. All right, now stop it for a second. So listen, when you respond, it's, it's actually being able to, and open to hear what God is doing. You can, you can start to hear, like, like, the little whispers in your head, like, you know, maybe you should do this. Like, for me, like, when I'm trying to break through my pattern, right? Like, recently, I'm trying to break through this pattern of just, it's the same thing every single week. And I feel like nothing is being accomplished. Nothing is happening in my life. Like, at home. Since we've moved, I feel like my relationship with my kids has fallen a little bit. It's not the same. And I have more responsibilities because I'm the pastor of a church and it's a supportable church. And so it's just weird things going on. Being responsible for a lot of volunteers and, and trying to encourage them. And, and, and there's, there's certain things that are just a lot different in my life. And so I, I feel like in a way that my family has taken a back seat. So I, I recognize that. I've received that and I'm trying to respond to that. And so there's different things that I'm trying to do within my family that, that might be able to spark that back up where I'd be able to focus in on my kids. And there's times where I'm like, I'm short with my kids. I don't need to be short with my kids. I want to show Christ to my kids. And so last night, as I'm doing this, right, and I, and I, and I, I get frustrated with them. I'm like, it's 9 o'clock. I don't, some of you are like, 9 o'clock? Your kids are up at 9? I mean, sometimes. Sometimes they're at, up at 10. Um, but I'm like, it's been a long day, and I shouldn't have responded that way. But like the Lord is kind of coming into my life and saying, if you want to make a difference, if you want to change, you've got to respond. You can receive the fact that this isn't right, that you shouldn't have acted the way that you were. Or you can receive the fact that this is where I'm trying to challenge you to pursue something else. That could be, for you, it could be a job, it could be, uh, it could be even serving here at Anchor Church where you're, you're like, I, I, I've, I've received a lot. I've, I've had somebody communicate, like somebody a long time ago, they communicated to me. They're like, listen, I'm tired of, of receiving. I feel like I've been receiving a whole lot. I need to be a part of something. And so for the same thing for you, that might be, where's the response? God might have been challenging you for a long time to do something, to step out and to be a part of something. And I'm not talking about just serving at Anchor Church. I'm talking about just stepping out and being a part of whatever he's calling you to do. That maybe the fear inside of you has said, you know, I can't do that. I'm not accomplished enough. I can't, I can't partake in that. That's not for me. But what I'm telling you is that God is, is sending you these things and you may be open and you may be ready to receive these things, but he wants you to respond. Because part of the rhythm of life and part of the pattern of who we are is not just receiving, 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 receiving. It's receiving and responding, receiving, respond, receiving, respond. And then you can start to get into a new rhythm in your life. You can start to feel a little bit something different. You can start to say, okay, I got a little bit more pep to my step. I can be a part of something else. I can respond to where he is leading me. It's just saying yes. And so what's happening here, you will see this. Thank you, Josue. Stay there. <laughs> what you can see in this is that, so uh, in verse 11, so my word comes from my mouth, will not return empty, 
uh, return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please. See, God, when he sends his word and he's sending what he wants to accomplish, he is going to accomplish what he needs to accomplish. What I please and it will prosper in what I send it to do. You will indeed go out with joy and be peacefully guided and the mountains and the hills will break into singing before you because when, when, when we start to respond as he is leading, we start to see a new tune. We start to see a new rhythm. And if we're going to do this, receive, respond. Just do it like that. Receive. So we can sit here. We can come to church on a Sunday morning and receive. And then tomorrow go and respond. Receive and respond. Stop. Receive, respond. Receive, respond. Nobody's dancing to that, right? What you have to do is repeat, right? You got to repeat the beat. You got to repeat the rhythm. So receive, respond, repeat. That's when it starts to happen. That's when the rhythm starts to change in your life. When you start to receive something and you start to respond and then you repeat that action in your life. So when God is coming into your life and saying, hey, I, I want you to do this. And I don't know what that looks like for you. It's something. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's something. And you start to respond the mountains and the hills, they're applauding. They're excited. They're, about, they're responding to what's happening in your life, and they want something else to happen. God is challenging you to be a part of something and to take action and to respond and to repeat. He wants you to take that action and keep it going. Because so often what happens is we will respond to something and we break into that old pattern of I'm going to receive or I'm going to work hard, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to fail, and I'm going to stop. Oh, that was good. <laughs> and that happens all the time. I'm going to give something a try. I'm going to try a little bit harder. And it's not really working out for me, so I'm going to quit. And that might happen like in your life, like with your job or whatever, but it happens with our spiritual life all the time. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to try it out. Okay, I can, I can, I, I'm, I'm feeling this. Eh, it's not really my thing, so I'm going to stop. But God wants so much, so much more for you. I'm telling you, he wants so much more for you. And when we come to a place where we're, reading God's word or being challenged by God's word in a church and we start to receive and we start to hear what God is really kind of instructing or teaching, so often, so often the thing that we need to hear the most is the first thing that we'll reject, right? Like, like he's trying to teach us something, but like, no, that's not, I can't. Like we'll reject something so fast that we need really to respond to, to make a difference in our life. And that's really all I want you, for you today. That, I mean, that's it. Like, we're going to wrap things up here in just a minute. But in order for us to be able to see things differently, to be able to respond differently in our life, to be able to hear God differently in our life, we need to be able to receive. Like, when we come to church, which you guys are here today, and that is far better than everybody else who is not here today. But when, we, when you come here today, like, there's something that you're wanting to receive, I mean, that's really what, what's 
you're here, so you're ready and you're willing to receive. So for you to be ready and willing to receive as God is pouring into your life, as he's letting his word rain on you as we speak, I'm telling you, open up more, allow, it to, allow the ground to swell up and be ready and to receive a whole lot more. That means, aka, go home and read some more Bible. <laughs> I'll help you. There's more, there's more to it than, than today. But be willing to accept whatever God is wanting to rain down on you this week. And what he's challenging you with, he may not be challenging you with per, per se his word, but if he's challenging you in your workforce to say, you know what, I want, I'm at least going to pray for this person. I've, that's out of my comfort zone to pray for somebody. I might not even tell them that I'm going to pray for them, but I'm going to pray for them. Or maybe I'm going to go out of my comfort zone and say, hey, listen, I know you're going through some stuff right now. I'm praying for you. Or, hey, listen, I, I, I enjoy coming here. I want to be able to, beyond receive, I want to respond. I feel that God's calling me to, 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 to take my, my stake in the game and be a part of this church. To come and serve, to be a part of something, to, to take action, to be different. And so as we receive and we respond, I want to encourage you that, you know what, every time you respond, it's not going to be successful. But the more we repeat, the more we go through, and the more we get into a new rhythm, the more we can start to see what God is doing in your life, to be able to be challenged to do and partake in something that is so much more bigger than us. It's a huge thing. So as we begin to receive, respond, we repeat, respond, receive, respond. There's a whole rhythm that can really happen and begin to happen in your life. And I want to challenge you with that thought that you have to be able to receive and so many people have no problem receiving. It's the responding. So as he's leading and guiding in your life, where can you respond? God will open that up and maybe your prayer today is, hey God, just show me where I can start to respond. I'm hearing you. I'm ready. That feels a whole lot better when you're playing it. Go ahead, you just keep doing that. That's good. But God, what, where can I go? Where, what, what is next for me? If that's going to be a serious prayer for you, like early on in ministry, my prayer was, I heard this from somebody else, but it said, God, if you use my, God, please make my life to make you famous. Use my life to make you famous. Some people that have been around me a long time have heard that from me many, many times. But God, use my life to make you famous. He's going to answer that prayer. If it's a genuine and real prayer, like I'm ready to respond to your leading in my life. It's going to become more and more real. And I want to challenge you with that today. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more messages like this one.